Hey everyone, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews and the Neverworld Podcast crossover episode. As some of you may have found out, Dave and I not only review movies, we also have a separate podcast called Neverworld Podcast, where we discuss things of strange and unknown origin, aliens, ghosts, ETs, demons, angels, pyramids, ancient aliens, you name it. Uh, so we decided... Anything weird and unexplained. Skunk apes. Um, shout skunk out to Shannon. Okay, so. <laughs> Shannon the skunk ape. <laughs> yes, anyway. Today we are going to do a movie that crosses both into both uh, areas of our podcast. This is a documentary from a few years ago called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, uh, done by Dr. Stephen Greer. Is that correct? Yes. yes okay. Stephen Greer. Um, and we wanted to talk about this because we talk movies and we talk subject matter. Dave had been recommending this movie to me for a long time. And I just, it's hard for me sometimes to sit down and watch a documentary on UFOs and aliens. It just, because there's so much out there. There's so much out there. What I'm going to get this to out of the. Through. Yes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, what I wanted to say, say was. I was blown away very quickly by the sheer amount of media files that this documentary presents of all mm -hmm. these photographs, all these videos. Um, I've seen several of these before. However, yeah. man, this is the, I hadn't seen the mother load like this ever. And, and it's the story behind each one of these kind of things. It's like, yeah, this is what they said was BS. And this is why it's not BS. You know, that that's this guy's something else. This this yeah. guy's the real deal, I think. Now let me really let me back doing. up and we'll we'll talk a little bit about what this documentary is. Um it talks about, you know, what different close encounters are. And um I honestly forget the the way close I think encounters the, I'm sorry, I was gonna say close no, encounters please. of the first kind is just a visual. You see something okay. In, it's kind of like a UFO spotting. Um, close encounters of the second kind, I think, is where there's an indention or. Oh, that's right. Um, where there's like a crop circle or proof, proof that something yeah, landed. Some, something's burned out, like a, from a, an exhaust, something's burned out. Close encounters of the third kind is when you are physically um, have interaction of some sort with the aliens. That uh, so the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind is kind of wrong. It should have been called Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind, which is when you are either taken aboard their ship or you go with them. It was to, a little bit meet. of both in that movie because yeah, yeah, the third so, kind is, and it was really neat for them to show who their advisor was on that movie was somebody who yeah. worked with the government yeah. and was a project blue book or project something. Blue book. He was in charge of project blue yeah. book. Yeah. So what we were seeing close encounters of the third kind is more of a documentary than an actual movie. Pretty wild folks. And that's I've read and I have seen other, other documentaries that talk about that movie specifically. And they, they basically say that, that's happened the government's denied it but something oh, sure. similar to that has happened now whether they were aliens from outer space aliens from another dimension aliens from wherever else you could get an alien from i don't know uh is is hit or miss i couldn't tell you but 
that guy did come along with George, not George Lucas, but uh, Steven Spielberg, and he mm-hmm. was their advisor on, on how the government wild. reacts and how the government would do things. Hence the chemical spill there. And suddenly you have chemical spills in certain parts of the country and they're trying to get people moved and this and that. And it's like, okay, what's, what's going on? Oh, all of a sudden balloons. No, they're not balloons or UFOs. No, they're not this. They're, it's like, well, they can't figure it, out what lie they want to tell anymore. Well, they, and that, that's getting, just it. And that's one of the things about this document. And what uh, the close encounters of the fifth kind is um, when we initiate contact. Is right. that correct? Yeah. I, so, I think and, it's when, when you meet, when you actually, yes, like on a, I want to say a political, on a political level, I, I, like hi friend, shake hands, what's going yeah. on, buddy? Kind of, kind of meet, right? Um, let me, I will, I will double yeah, check that, ahead. but you go ahead and keep talking, right? <laughs> so what this movie does is, is explore um, close encounters of the fifth kind, and Dr. Stephen Greer and many others have um, developed. Uh, mm-hmm. a way and a system that they believe allows them to contact extraterrestrials. Um, I found the presentation of this to be pretty convincing um, yeah. and the proof that they've shown. And all you got to do is look, and this is one of the things that they go into quite a bit is you've got the CIA and all the MK ultra programs, the remote viewing psychics, one of the most fascinating things about this documentary, I thought, was they're setting up a random number generators and mm-hmm. showing that yeah. that can be manipulated by thought and feelings. And when they showed what happened on the morning of 9-11 mm-hmm. to all of these generators based on the energy of people on Earth and the vibrations was like it was pretty wild to me. Um, pretty, yeah. pretty damn convincing there that, wow. And this is where this documentary is interesting because I sat down to watch it thinking I'm going to watch all about aliens. And yes, mm-hmm. you do. But this became this this documentary has a much greater message for us. And you could argue that this this documentary is basically another version of the day the Earth stood still. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, yeah that, that's a good a good call. And that's what I true. felt when I watched it is get your stuff together, people. Stop the wars. Stop hating everybody. Stop all of this. And we can have a better place. And there's there's beings that are willing to help us get to that spot. All we have to do is ask and show that we're ready. And right. I don't have a lot of faith. However, what this documentary shows is we only need 1% of the population to make a major change. Um, and I buy that, man. It is a feel-good movie in that. And, I, and I'll and i take it hook, line, and sinker. I'm, I'm there, man. It, it started at one point for me. And like Scott said, this, this is a documentary that Greer put together and his, his people have put together. And he talks about all the disinformation that the federal oh government, not just our government, but world worldwide government. Oh, no, he talks a lot about royal royal like, families. And yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and the really creepy thing is that most governments that think they're running their government aren't. And if anybody was paying attention for the last few years, you found out just how much we ain't running shit in this country. And mm-hmm. then you found out how much nobody's running anything up to our northern cousins mm-hmm. and our southern cousins. 
-hmm. and anywhere else in the world. The Western world went to shit in a handbag real quick. This guy covers a lot of the stuff that now this Mm -hmm. is about a year or so, two years before all this actually happened is when this was filmed. So when I watched it, it was just as this stuff was starting to peak. Right. And I watched it and I was like, okay, what's next? Boom. This, this, if you watch this, it is, it's a domino effect. Well, one I, thing I, happens, another thing, another right. thing happens. Now, now all of a sudden, UFOs are being spotted. Well, just like he says will happen in this show. I mean, it is almost yeah. verbatim. It's like somebody read this or looked at this and went, "We're going to do that. That looks what, like it could work." What I find interesting is, and we're on Twitter as Neverworld Podcast and Old Ass Movies, so please join us and converse with us. Uh, but. One of the things I notice over there in the UFO community um, is there is it seems like it's ramping up the um, debunkers, the people who are coming right. out with mis- what I consider misinformation because, right. I mean, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, you may be a smart person, but you're trying to discredit five or six people with multiple PhDs worked in multiple levels of our government and different world governments and what they're flakes but yeah you mister in your basement you know it all because you deconstructed a youtube video i think there's a lot of people on a payroll for misinformation to keep well to keep us from looking at it well the problem is there's a guy in there uh i forgot his first name but his last name is dodie Mm -hmm. now dodie used to work for the government supposedly um and he, I think they did find out he did work for the government. I think he worked for the Air Force at one point. And all of a sudden, he turned around and started coming out to the UFO community, where his job in the Air Force was to debunk and basically make people look bad. Hmm. So when I hear anything come out of that guy's mouth, I'm thinking there's maybe 10% of whatever you're saying is true and everything else is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because... If you listen too closely to him, it all sounds too good to be true. And there's too many people in the UFO community that are ready to glom onto that. Mm-hmm. And I take everything that man you says sh- with a grain of salt. And we should with everybody. He is, he's been, well, yeah, this guy's gotten caught a few times. Though, oh, yeah. Really, <laughs> really being wrong and lying. And he always comes out going, oh, no, I was still working for him then. Well, you can really, only use that for when are you going to stop working for him? Well, that's just know, it. He probably thing. still is because yeah, exactly. anything. Is- well, that's what I mean. That's so when there's people like, like I love, I love Travis Taylor. I love Travis Taylor. Shoot a rocket at it. But he's been in the government his entire career. He's been paid by our federal government his entire to career. To investigate UFOs. So, so yeah. he may, so he may have double, he may, you know, who's master Whose master is he serving at this point? I don't know. Um, I'd like to think that he's going to do the right thing because he seems like a pretty up and up guy. Yeah. I'd like to think that he's going to do the right thing no matter what. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's hard. It's really hard because this is fantastical thinking. And as we start to talk a little deeper in this, it, it does, it does border on metaphysical and, um, Eastern philosophies and stuff. And it's, I I find it very compelling because this is something I have always thought that we should be able, we could telepathically communicate with uh, other beings. I've, for some reason, that's always just been in my head. It's like, I know I can do it. I just, 
how? Hey, it's like, you know, I'll, I'll go out yeah. and look at the sky. It's like, hey, you know, come get me. And this yeah. is that's this brings me to one of the things that you know is is true is um, I forget who it was who made claims that they ran programs in within the government to abduct people, yeah. to to scare yeah. people, to keep it going. Um, and as long as the public is all afraid, as long as yeah. they're afraid and scared of it, as long as you're afraid mm-hmm. of anything, folks, you're easily manipulated. Right. So bottom line, uh, no matter whatever the yeah. government wants to sell you uh, is it, it's easy for you to take if you're uh, fearful of it. So, yeah. and I mean, just look, look at what they push every time somebody gets hurt by a gun. Mm-hmm. Fear. They push fear. That's what every regime does. And I call them regimes because mm-hmm. they're mean. Um but here's a hell of a, a weapon, show, man. This this particular show, this documentary, points out a lot of that kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that have disappeared, have been disappeared for not allowing themselves to think like that or not falling for it and telling mm-hmm. others not to fall for it. Um, Greer. I I don't know why he's still alive, but he does strike me as a real deal. And I think the only reason he's still alive is because he's had way too many eyes on him since he started doing this stuff. You know what I mean? He has, he's developed something that is getting results. And the thing is, one of the things that he really pushes in is true. Mm -hmm. When people get together for a common cause, we're unstoppable. Yeah. So we yeah. don't have to worry about these regimes. We can change that, but we have to change ourselves. And that's the hardest part. And, I, you know, it almost it almost sounds like wishful thinking. Let's just make sure we positive. But it's not so much positive. It's trying to attune yourself to a higher vibration, um, one of love and not fear and just embracing a future that we can all enjoy instead of all of this. Yeah. God would just destroy everything we touch and each other. And it's it's got to stop. And that's, I think that's the underlying message of this. Yeah, it's easier to destroy something than to build something. Yeah, absolutely. It's easier to destroy something than to fix and repair something. It's always been that way. Yeah. Uh, There is a point in this show where if you're watching it, and like I said, he does point out a lot of conspiracy type stuff that's happened. Mm -hmm. If you look at it with an open mind and you look at what's been happening in the last few years, you will instantaneously grasp what he's talking about. Yeah, you can and see I it. say that because now you'd watch it and go, oh, well, he's just talking about what happened. It hadn't happened yet yeah. when they filmed this. He literally said, this is what world governments are going to do. And then they're going to do this. And then they're going to do this. And then you're going to have one world government. Mm-hmm. They're on about number three right now. And, but the good thing is, it seems like a whole lot of people are waking up around the world, yeah, not just are. in this country. They are. But like, Canada was the first one to stand up and go, hey, hey, no, 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 no more of this shit. And then, <laughs> like, Australians, well, the Australians really did march a lot more than they let television see. So good for you, Australia. Um, <laughs> New Zealand, they're on lockdown. They're controlled by China or whatever the fuck is controlling them. I don't know what's going on there. Um 
and the continent of Africa, two thumbs up because you didn't let any Western Euro European country come in there and fuck with you guys. Good going. Uh, but he talks about not allowing any countries to do this. Yeah. And a lot of them are starting to wake up now, a little bit at a time. Mm -hmm. And now I think we're on the clock as, as a world to beat the bad guys to the punch. It's yeah. a race to who's going to get to the finish line first. I do think if if the bad guys, and I'm just using that term loosely, mm -hmm. if they get to the finish line first, they're not going to stay winners for very long. No. Uh, I would say less, maybe less than a year. Yeah. They, they may control everything. They may do what they want to do and go, look, we're in control. Ha, ha, ha. But humanity, I think, will fall back on, no, you're not in control of anything because we're not going to allow it. And that kind of leads into a little bit more of a nuance of what happens after that. Yeah. It won't be pretty. I'm, I'm hoping that I'm hoping good guys beat everybody to the finish line and, you know, people go to jail for all the crap well, that they've been doing for the last 30 years. And that's, but I, that's I one of the. Not, it will end well. It does. Hmm. I mean, I read the book. <laughs> I know how it ends. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. And that's what this documentary pro proposes is. Um, let me back up just a little bit. So what uh, Dr. Greer has come up with is using series of meditations and practices mm -hmm. to um, his belief is that the aliens that we see can communicate telepathically. And one of, uh, one of the things I found very compelling is just they're on that energy level that can phase in and out. So we're not they're not traveling across the galaxy they're right here not as we know it not yeah, as we not know as it we because know, right. they probably don't see time the way we do um they're everywhere all at once probably because it's it's the way it is and then they can communicate through that one of the things that i thought was really neat was showing what looked like auras around people when they were meditating yeah. at these events the yeah. ce5 is the process that i just started reading about because i think it I think it's amazing and i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a shot you know uh as soon as yeah. it warms up a little bit uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think it, i think it would be amazing but what they've showed at these events was people would go through these steps for communication and mm -hmm. things would start happening their meters would go crazy yeah. they would see things they how about the dude that had his hearing fixed? He'd been deaf or almost completely deaf as well. Yeah, whole he life. wore hearing aids and he didn't even need them after. Um, he he just asked one of the beans, can you help yeah. me with my ears? And they he, did. He had done the meditation. He had done and, the meditation. So, And I didn't understand. I, I think, did, did he meet the being? Did the being mm -hmm. actually show up to him? I it actually okay. showed up I, and they I, actually I have a picture. They have a picture of something next to the yeah, guy. Yeah. That's a weird uh, picture, too. It is a weird yeah. picture. Yeah. That yeah. that was very interesting because everybody was astounded. Anybody who knew this guy for any length of time knew he couldn't hear, knew he was yeah. deaf. And then all of a sudden, he's he doesn't have his hearing aids anymore. The doctors yeah. look in his ear and they're like, well, your hearing's perfect. It. Well, I can't explain it. Yeah. You know, how crazy is that? And it's because yeah. the guy didn't really want anything. They were like, well, what do you, is there anything we can do for you? And he, he's like, no, no, I'm good. And he's like, oh, you know what? Maybe you can, I'm, I'm deaf. I can't hear anything. No, you'll be fine. Kind of attitude. Um, yeah. 
at one point in talking about the metaphysical and the meditation mm-hmm. and stuff, that part, now this is a, a, a failure to me. When it got to that point and they were talking about that, for about the first five or ten minutes of them talking about that, I was like, oh, oh Lord, here we go. This is just going to go crazy now. Now, now I'm just going to lose all faith in this show. This was me. This is what was going on in my head. I'm watching this. I'm like, this is insane. Oh, hippie talk. I don't need hippie talk and incense burning. If I want to do that to meditate, I'll relax. But then I, I finished watching the whole thing. I got, he got to a point where I don't know who said what or when it was said or what exactly it was that was said, but something clicked in my head where I was like, shoot, that'll probably work. That yeah. that sounds like it could I felt the same way, Dave. No problem. Okay, so it wasn't just me because I thought, where are we going? Where are we going? And I left that and I was going to go burn some incense and sing Kumbaya and meditate and dance naked under the moonlight. I don't know what was going to happen. Yeah. Start singing beer naked ladies, you know? Yeah, I know. Uh, It's like, what the hell? This is is where are we going with this, guys? Where are we going? I'm fine. I I jumped in with it, you know? It's like, okay, I see it. It all started making sense. I'm like, Mm -hmm. fudge with all the stuff that we've watched recently, plus. All the stuff I've I've watched before this, I'm like, that all makes sense. You know, I'm and, gonna I'm and, gonna take something from this that isn't even alien related. Let's just take all okay. the aliens out of it. If you all just right. go on what he was saying, it basically boils down: if we want to create a better place for us and everyone else, we need to be the change we want to see. Bottom line, and yeah, that's. Yeah. So if you take anything away from us, take that away. But I do believe in the alien aspect of it. I do believe there's so much out there that we just don't know and has been with so much misinformation and obfuscation from the governments. It's, you know, we have to find our way. He he makes a good point about that, about the governments and the fear tactics and this and that. And he talks about the... One of the big things, and this is kind of what I was beating around the bush of earlier, the big the big event that's going to try and make one world government is governments around the world will get together and say, we are being invaded by aliens. It's all going to be bullshit. Sorry. It's oh, all going to be BS. I've got lots of editing. Okay. <laughs> Have I already done that? Have I already swore like 500 times in this? Uh, at least six or seven, but that's all right. Be really? on the lookout for the clucks. Oh, I was trying so good. Yeah, well, go on. <laughs> you can stop now um, and be awesome. <laughs> it'd be really nice if you stopped swearing, Dave. Yeah, uh, just this once. <laughs> just this once. Scott gets tired of putting chicken noises in. <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. I call, I call it um, clucks for fucks. Wait, now I have to edit that. <laughs> now you got to add one. I don't mind. Oh, anyway, he talks about. Or this may just go up as our first R-rated Never World podcast. <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> might so, have anyway. to be, man. It might have to be. It may it have is a to mix be. Of, it is a mix. The, the so show, it's going to be. I do recommend. Um, I forgot what I was saying. But yeah. <laughs> so no, like you, oh, I, I thought. Remember. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no. Oh, I was just going to say while you were thinking of that, like you, I thought the same way when we got to this. I was like, oh, where are we going with this bull crap? Come on. Right. Give me the. It's like, oh, wait, 
Wait. Okay. All right. Right. I hear you. Right. I'm good. That's kind of where I was thinking like, oh, I see what you're doing. Ah, you got me. Mm -hmm. But in this documentary, <clears throat> it just talks about how the governments have been manipulating everything to do with aliens, everything mm -hmm. to do with UFO encounters, everything to do with anything, anything. They don't care what they're they're As long as they have control, they don't care. Mm -hmm. So the big thing is going to be alien attack. You're probably going to blow up a couple of cities. I'm, I'm assuming they don't say that straight out in this show. Yeah, you know, it's going to happen. But they're going to kill a whole lot of innocent people for no reason at all. Blame it on aliens. Try to make a one world government. But the problem with that kind of thinking is any aliens that had the technology to travel vast distances from one end of the galaxy to the other in a matter of minutes, hours, however long it would take, days. If you have that kind of technology, you don't need to even come to this planet. No. Because you could open up a wormhole, drop a couple of nukes or whatever would be the equivalent that would wipe out mankind, and you'd never even have to come here. You'd well, one of the things that Stephen Greer said that really stuck with me was these aliens that have this technology and this craft and the ability to right. travel the way they do, either through dimensional wormholes or whatever, which is the only way because just just traveling at the speed of light if they were coming from andromeda as they propose right. it's going to take a million years so they're not traveling that way um yeah, no so they're coming they're against ways that we don't uh, that we don't know um and that's i don't i forgot completely what i was going to say but oh yeah that the, that their technology to do that would be uh five hundred thousand to a billion years ahead of ours that's believable how how do you fight that? You don't. You don't. If they it, wanted to kill like us, this, they would do it. Yeah. It, and like he said, like, see, I don't buy what he, he did say one thing that I don't necessarily agree with him on. Mm -hmm. He talks about like the radars and our, our guns and we've shot a bunch of their craft down. I don't think so. I think anything that's crashed on this planet's probably been an accident. And that may be. I, I don't believe our government has the tech to actually take one of them down. That that one is kind of hard to believe because when they show the video from the space shuttle, folks. Yeah. This one blew my mind. This is in the early 90s. There's a shot of video from the space shuttle that shows a craft moving in the distance. And if you watch, you see what appears to be a bright light or laser or a missile or something coming from Earth at that craft and that craft immediately right. just boom out of the way Done. okay there's a lot of issues right there with everything we're shooting moves, into space and then the line comes up yeah what yeah. the hell did they shoot that's just it like what, that was, was news it to a me laser what is a rocket i couldn't tell i've seen that video before maybe it's that because was the I first time i'd seen it before. yeah but i was yeah. i was sitting there thinking there's no way these guys there's no way we have shot these things down it's not like the conquistadors landing in south america oh yeah you know it's really not because 90 percent of their body wasn't covered i mean they had the chest plates and they had the helmets but those indians were really good shots yeah those aztecs and they were outnumbered a lot so it wouldn't be like that kind of technology that technology was 100 years above yeah. the aztecs at that point not not that big a difference. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like the it's like going into 
uh, a Spanish ship of the day with a gun that was made a hundred years in the future. You know, he's a yeah. six, a six shooter, you know, you only have to, you know, it would be amazing shots, for somebody to see yeah. 12 shots, you know, you're taking people out left and right. So that that's the difference in technology. The, the difference in this type of technology is Star Trek, the enterprise to the space shuttle. Who do you think is going to win in a fight? Well, sure, telling you know? the shuttle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's a good. That's a great point. That's a great but, point. But that's my only thing that I can look at and think I, I disagree with that. I don't think they've shot anything down. No, on In, purpose. <sighs> you know, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't seem possible. It's you know, to me, it's like the um, as I call them, the gravy seals. That uh, you know, these big fat people who think they're going to take on the government with their their one rifle and they and a bag of donuts yeah. uh guys you are not going against our marine corps it's not going to happen so you're going to die you're, you're not going to be you're not going to be a little guerrilla fighter you're no and you look ridiculous just, anyway it's just not going to happen <laughs> it's not going to happen i don't care what side of anything you're on you are not taking out our military you're not the wolverines i'm sorry <laughs> I, I i do believe in standing up against absolutely tutorial i do believe in going french french revolution i do believe in going french underground mm -hmm. the underground that fought against the nazis during world war ii i absolutely yeah. believe that and I think that really hurt the Nazis a lot more than anybody knows. Well, and really here's, here's what's I, I, interesting. Because you're it, constantly digging. You're constantly digging at them. And that's what this documentary proposes. Mm -hmm. We cut. We don't need his his big thing is we don't need some government to tell it to allow us to contact the aliens. Right. We can do this on our own. And if we do it on our right. own, we have control. We have power. We have we're unstoppable at that point. And I. So in a way, it's this. It is a revolution. Yeah. So, and at that point, you have an alien coming to you, going, "Hey, take me to your leader." Hey, hey no, mm. <laughs> and let me tell you why I'm not going to take you away. Thing is, they know, they know. Anybody <laughs> yeah, that well, advanced well, yeah, can see do. how backwards we are. <laughs> and I think an alien would need to hear that, though. And I think that's part. It's part of what into he. What yeah. we were just talking about reading into what Greer's talking about, and others in the show have have talked about is that type of logic from the aliens. We're not going to come and just help you. No. We need they a need certain to see amount of people ready. on your planet. Yeah, we need a certain amount of people on your planet or a certain amount of people in general just to go, hey, we need help. These people are crazy. What can you do for us? I mean, can, it, what can we do? Can we go with you? Can you put us on another planet? <laughs> you know, awesome. whatever it's going to take. We don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. Well, no, it, it reminds me. What you'd run into. It reminds me of an episode of the last on the last season of the Orville, when um, there was they picked up somebody for, on a planet that was not advanced enough, and she got to see uh, all the technology. And oh, her qu her question to Ed was, "Can't you just give us your you know duplicator?" Or, replicator right and right. he's like we did at one point and he shows the history of a planet of when we when they gave that technology to somebody who wasn't right. ready they monetized it they capitalized it they started wars over it and just ended up destroying the entire planet he's like that's you're not ready happened. you're not ready and i think that's kind of what this this uh documentary and uh dr greer propose is we need to let them know we're ready 
And when they yeah. know that we're really ready is when they reveal themselves, when they there's people who talk about having communication with these right. beings. Um, and we talked earlier about the guy who had his hearing healed. And it's there's a lot of people out there that claim this works. So I, you know, I'm I'm curious yeah. when, when there's enough people. Yeah, I think that's kind of what I was trying to say when there's enough people that the aliens recognize. OK, there's enough people. There's enough people that we can go help them now yeah. and we'll keep it away from the people that just want to make money. We'll mm -hmm. give it like Tesla, for example, had a way to make free energy. Well, what everybody didn't want was free energy. Well, it would have never been completely free because you still had to build the equipment. Mm -hmm. You still had to mine the steel. You still had to do certain things. But think of the benefits. He tried to do but so much for humanity. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying is it it still wasn't free. You would have yeah. still had to pay something for it, but it wouldn't have been nearly what it is now. It wouldn't we it wouldn't, wouldn't be doing it. One of the things destruction that you had now. Well, and that's one of the things look well, at lithium mines. Exactly that. And that even though uh the documentary doesn't talk about lithium mines, it talks right. about how we get our energy from destruction of digging right. into the earth and getting the coal, of taking nuclear fission just to heat water and make steam and turn turbine. We do we gather our energy in a very destructive way. There's got to be better ways. Um so to get the exact same energy, there's gotta be better ways. There's gotta be. I don't know and what they I know. Are. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, we need work. to try. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, no, no. What I'm saying is yeah. I like people are talking about like, oh, we're gonna go electric. That's that's clean. And it's like, no, oh, it's yeah, not, dummy. No. You still need all the gasoline and the oil and the and the coal. Yeah, to so make we, let's, electricity. let's keep trying. Go back to the drawing board. Let's keep looking. Yeah, and, and your <laughs> yeah. car is now using up, you know, four times more pollutions than it was when you were just gassing it up. <laughs> Yeah. But nobody wants to talk about that. But that's that's the kind of thing. Yeah. Electric car, good idea. Dead on dead on arrival in yeah. reality. But nobody wants to look at the reality. Mm -hmm. Those batteries catch on fire so quick. And boy, when they burn, folks, yeah. they burn. They yeah. burn. Like you can't just throw water on them. There's no just throwing water on it. <laughs> um, but that's that's but that's the kind of thing that he covers without covering it directly, like you yeah. said. Um, it's a deep, it's really deep it in is. certain areas of, of this documentary. And I wanted to look at that CE5 thing. I, I, I looked at it and then I didn't I didn't get it. Um, but there is a he has he's what what is the name of the group that they did that it was I forgot the name of the group that he's in that that has developed a way. Yeah. to try to communicate. Yeah, I mean, they call the whole process CE5. Um, Five, but I thought the, the I thought the name, I thought he had a... And he might have, and I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, I don't remember, but he talks about it a little bit in, in, the, in the movie, in the documentary. And to hear these people talk, not just Greer, but others talk about how, how to communicate, where to communicate, how, what kind of mindset to get into to communicate? I think there's really something here, and I I think I think, so too. I think this is an important watch for anybody who is interested in in extraterrestrial life, whether it's all out there or just moving your hand through another dimension here. I don't know. I don't know how it all works. I'm 
I don't think I don't any of us works. do. But, <laughs> but, but here's but, the thing. But, but I think it does work if you can get in the right mindset. There's, we don't know for sure what the uh, what the right answer is or what right what's there. Um, but I think if you have an open mind, you can look at you know people are trying different things in different ways, and that gives me hope that people actually want to reach out. Yeah. And I mean, of course. Uh, if if they were if they were here for evil reasons, they would have already done it. And one of the things yeah. I found very fascinating is they talked about Hollywood. We talk a lot about manipulation. And one oh, was the yeah. the suggestion propaganda. that propaganda being with all the alien movies where they're evil and hey, look, I love a good sci-fi movie. They showed the thing, yeah. clips from that aliens, of course. And I I you I think you would be a fool to think that every being out there in our galaxy That's is benevolent. Right. I think you would be a damn right. fool. There's going to be some evil ones. There's going to be some Klingons. There's going to be the Gorn. It's going to... There's going to be some humans. There's going to be some humans. There are humans. I guarantee <laughs> it. Somewhere in our galaxy oh, yeah. besides here. Um, yeah. And we're probably jerks about it. Um, it's, uh, we probably. don't have a good history. We're pretty young, yeah. you know, uh, in all fairness. <laughs> Or are we, are, we? we are too young of a we are too young of a civilization as far as spacefaring right now. Yeah, to be allowed out of our own solar system. Yeah, possibly to be allowed to any other planet other than the rover units that they've got on Mars. But yeah, yeah we we just like to fight. We well, just and like that's, to that's one of the. Yeah, and that, that's one of the blow things up for no reason. Right. <laughs> right, and that's one of the things that he brings up is they want to keep us on a war footing. So they talk about developing a space force and always, right. you know, we have to dominate. Do we? Yeah, Why do we? And then, damn, we got to stop that. <laughs> you know? Let's, maybe we should look at it more like the Vulcans looked at it, like go out and just, you know, like Star Trek, the original series. We're going to go out and look. Yeah. Be armed and ready, of course, in case you're attacked. Because you'd be a fool to think everybody's not, good. Exactly, but don't attack. That's not why you're there. You're there to right. say, "Hi, what's going on?" And we want to learn from you guys. What's what's up? Yeah, greetings, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they Hopefully probably got some better shit than we have. Uh, yeah, right? Oh shit! Yeah. Oh yeah. man! Space weed. <laughs> I'm good. I'm down. <laughs> I'm solo in the freaking. Uh, Spice Kessel Run. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, I mean, yes, of course, we're going to have our drugs. So, no, I, I found this. I found this to be a valuable documentary to watch if you have an open mind yeah. and an interest in in all things alien or even metaphysical. If you if you yeah. are into ghosts and psychics and meditation and Eastern philosophies and and study of of that yeah. you'll get something from this documentary um and if you're all into just aliens and want to know you'll get something from this if you're a consp government conspiracy theorist and uh, you're going to get something from this there's this covers Definitely. a lot and it does it in such a way that everything to me made sense and it's like oh yeah. wow great <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, there was a five minute window where I'm like, oh, Lord, where, where is he going right. with this? I knew. I know. It all exactly. started making sense again. And then they talked about the alien invasion. And basically what Greer says is it's going to be a big fake. Invasion. Or the world style. Try and get, 
try and get all the world, you know, governments to be one government, basically, so they can take all your rights away and control everything. But then he said, if I'm not mistaken, he mentions something that happens right after that. And it's going to be because so many people are trying to get a hold of aliens and tried, trying to do the right thing, that the aliens will come and go, I'm not sure how soon after or right around that time, but at some point, the first, let me just put it this way, the first invasion's a fake, the second one is the real one, and the second time is when they show up and go, uh, that's not us. <laughs> it was your governments. It wasn't us. <laughs> we had nothing yeah. to do with that. And that's well, when everybody starts to look around again and grow. Maybe that's right. going to be the next birth of humanity. Is One of the things we finally realize there's something bigger than us out there. Yeah, and it's going to take it's going to take quite a few of us. Uh, one of the things that I found uh, compelling, uh, at least I found fascinating, was when Greer was talking about he had a uh, near death experience. And yeah. he learned at that point that he's not going to ever die. He's always going to be there. So I was like, you can't scare me. And that's why he's just so bold right yeah. to the government. You know, he right. talks about a case of them snatching him up and threatening him. And he's like, you can't oh, scare yeah, me. Yeah, the general or colonel or whatever. Yeah. 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 So it's um, it's very you interesting. You in the desert. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Um, you know what he's missing? He doesn't have the fear. As long as you're afraid, you can be controlled. And that's what they're going to go for. They, they're prime minister with the yeah. movies. They're prime minister with with uh, the balloons. It's all the misinformation out there. Uh, yeah. My, my wife and I had watched this maybe a year ago. Maybe a year ago. I'm not sure when I started bothering you about it. But It's about, been a long time. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then the balloons thing happened. And I just looked over at her and she looked over at me and I just started laughing. I was like, he's right. Greer was absolutely right. It's yeah. exactly what they're trying to do. I said, mm -hmm. listen to the verbiage that they're using in this UFO, unidentified flying object. They knew exactly what it was. They yeah. knew exactly what it was. Nope, that, you they... know, two minutes ago, you knew that it was a balloon. Now, all of a sudden, the next guy's sitting on your newscast and he's saying unidentified flying object. You know, it's like you guys know what's going on. Don't don't lie, don't lie. So, folks, it's coming. Big lies, big lies. You thought you had big lies in the last three or four years. You ain't seen nothing yet, baby. Th these are going to be lies that a five-year-old child would tell you, and you would look at the five-year-old <laughs> child and say, "Did you expect me to believe that?" That's how big and bad these lies and blatant these lies are going to be, and some people are going to fall for them. Of course they are. Of All I can say are. is I'm not going to be one of them. I'm going to try really hard not to be one of them. I'm going to try 99% <laughs> of myself to not be one of them. I may always have that 1% in my head going, what if this is real? You're right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but 99, yeah, I'm going to try really hard to not believe any of this crap anymore. I'm just done. Yeah. I'm, I'm done with the propaganda. And that's <laughs> what it is. Honestly, and playing. you know, I've been saying this for a while, and you have too, is, is when we start as people focusing on our similarities versus our differences, we can make a change. Yeah. We're never going yeah. to agree 100% on things. We're never going to be the same, and that's okay. But right. can we recognize right. what we do share and what we do have in common and embrace that? It'll be better for everybody and the planet and just 
in general. But, but people with power don't want to lose any power. Oh, they cannot lose it. They can't. It's like Crazy. the multi-billionaire doesn't want to make 59 billion this year. So he's going to cut salaries. So he, you know, doesn't have to make 58 yeah. billion, you know? So it's like. Exactly. Now we want 60 billion. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's along those lines. And it's like, here's, here's a small, very small example of what Scott just said. And this, this is how my head works. <laughs> a week or two ago, we, we watched a movie or we posted a movie called Who Killed Captain Alex? On, on old ass movie reviews. Okay. We both wanted to hate this movie. But not God, I wanted it, to. But we both wanted something to make fun of. We both wanted to find something that we could ha 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 and shred, 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 and just be kind of vicious, mean little jerks like we normally are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we watched it and we each found the commonality in that movie in the heart of IGG, the mm -hmm. guy the, the guy who made it. Nabawana IgG. And that's our commonality. We saw that he, he he wanted to make something funny, wanted to just wanted to do something creative. That's it. That's my commonality with that guy. I've never been to Uganda. I'd have no idea yeah. what language they speak in Uganda. How many different tribal uh languages they speak? I, don't know. I couldn't tell you how their government is set up. Yeah, I'm very I don't ignorant know on anything about Uganda. It. Yeah. I, I know it's in the continent of Africa. That's all I know. Couldn't tell you whether it's north, south, east, or west. I know nothing else about it. But I saw that and I liked it because there's a commonality. It's 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 what we had in common. Mm-hmm. That's that's take from that what you will. It's a small thing, and I understand that, but it's something that I can I can try and compress. So anybody who's watching this is like, oh, you guys are all insane. That's what I'm talking about. You find what you have in common, not what you have in difference. Scott and I are a lot different people. We're both grumpy old guys, but we're grumpy yeah, about what, different we're, we're falling apart as we get older. Uh, so yeah, and, you're talking about that. You know, I'm dying. I, <laughs> not not to get um, political, but I am for just a brief I'm second. Not to, not to go there. Yeah, other than but, but I'm, I'm just going to get no. I'm not with us, but it was something. I want to say it was something John McCain had said when he was campaigning, and somebody was disparaging uh, Barack Obama, and he stopped uh, them. And I right. think this was McCain, and this uh, something's telling me it might have been W. Uh, George W. But um, was we both want the same thing? We want a better place for our children, you know. Right. So. Yeah. I thought, well, there you go. You found the common ground. Everything else, none of right. that, nothing else matters. So now you go from there. And that's, you know, that's what I get out of watching stuff like this. It's like, you know, it's exactly. like watching a Christmas so, yeah. movie. You want to be better. <laughs> yeah. That the 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 speech that what's the name gives at the end of uh Scrooge. You know, it, mm -hmm. we can be better. We can be do this one more time. It's like it's just a good good way to start you may yeah. not finish where you want to finish but folks you have to start you, you do start somewhere you do cool so folks like if you like what you heard here and like our in-depth discussions on the metaphysical and aliens and stuff head over to neverworld podcast otherwise um stick around on old ass movies and we will be reviewing some other movies and we will cross over from time to time with some other things 
So I thank you very much for joining us on this weird episode. Thank you and good night.